Hello and welcome to Now Here's a Thing, the latest laid-back podcast crafted by me, Tracy Jones, and me, Heather Noble. We're in October already and it's nearly Christmas, it feels. I'm allowed to mention the C word. Well, I went into a supermarket... A month, a, a month ago, and they got a Christmas aisle. Biscuits and chocolates and sweets and things like that. But it's so... I know everybody's talking about it, but it's like 20 degrees when I was driving back from South. It's very wrong, isn't it? It just doesn't... Stuart said on Sunday, we were sat outside on Sunday afternoon, having a glass of wine. He said, I don't like this. This is climate change. Yeah. It was... Yeah, it was very strange. The end of days. The end of days. On that note, now here's the thing. Do you know, you probably know this, but it was a big learn for me last week. Okay. Why do deciduous trees lose their leaves at this time of year? I feel like that's something I probably learned at primary school. It feels like one of those really interesting things, but I've let go of. So I don't really know. I could make something up, but no. Well, I um, I thought that it was because they kind of die back, and um, and the leaves are a, a burden in yeah. the winter months. Okay. There's an element of truth in that, but the reason that the leaves die is because the trees are sucking all the energy back out of the leaves and putting it back into their trunk. Oh, so, so it's, it's eating itself. So it, it's basically taking all of that energy back into the tree. Um, so, so the tree the, kills the leaves. The tree kills the leaves or consumes, consumes the leaves. Drinks the flesh yeah. out of the... Yeah. And then stores it in its trunk. It seems quite sinister now we put it like well, that. Well, it, it's, it's a different angle, isn't it? Yeah. Then the leaves fall off, which is a good thing because when the storms come, there's, yes. the, the branches have less... Um, Yes, do you remember Purchase. the year that we had the hurricane? And didn't they say the reason why it caused so much damage was because the leaves hadn't yet fallen off yeah. the trees? And so, Is that right? Yeah, so the... I can't think what the term would be, but a bit like when you're sailing, you know, yeah. that, so the strength on the branches and the leaves was more. So I always get nervous when we have stormy weather early um, because of that reason... Uh, or really uh, early into the autumn, I mean, yeah. or into the winter, yeah. because of that reason, if all the leaves haven't gone. But I also get a bit, a bit nervous, the early storms in the following year... When the new leaves are on. And, or even before that, when some of the branches might not have fared terribly well over the winter. Oh, it's a so then, Yeah, oh. so then they're a bit brittle. But, yeah, so Do for you lie me, awake worrying about that when it's windy at night? No, not... Because we haven't got very many trees near our house. Do you lie awake wondering about the tiles on your roof? I do. Yeah. Yeah. But do you know what I really like? Is when you're in a holiday cottage. And start your roof. And it's blowing an absolute <laughs> hooli. And you can lie in bed and go, wow, that's wild out there. That's exciting. And you aren't worried about the tiles Yeah, on I roof. don't care if the roof gets ripped off. Not my and problem. somebody else's house. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I get that. Yeah. Chris likes to go to sleep to the sound of wind. 
<laughs> like, not that outside, outside, outside wind. Wind. Yes, yeah. Um, and so we'll often play the sounds of storms yeah, if we're struggling to sleep. Yeah. Um, but it keeps me awake if it's real yeah. wind on the roof yeah. because yeah, I'm, I'm imagining the chimney pot or the bins or yeah. something. It used to be the trampoline, always the trampoline. Well, we had a thing. Was it last year? We had a gazebo in the garden. And there was some, it was very windy, unexpectedly, and our gazebo ended up down the road, oh. and we weren't at home. Oh no. So it was a bit of a worry, um, but our lovely neighbour retrieved it and just piled it on our drive. <laughs> <laughs> it the remnants of a gazebo. Oh no. Did it hit anybody's car or it, break it? It ended up wedged against somebody's car, luckily it didn't do any damage. Okay. We hadn't realised it had gone that far, we thought it had just... But no, it had literally up, whoop, up over the fence <laughs> into the road and then tumbled down, down the road. Yeah. How, how exciting. Yeah. How exciting to have watched somebody else's gazebo do that. Yes. But, yeah, the theme of the good. night. Yeah. Destruction of somebody else's property. Yes. Yeah, yeah, when it's not my problem. Okay. So there you go. So this time of year, apparently we're going to have beautiful autumn shades because of the... The weather that we've had through the summer. <laughs> yeah. See, it's all odd, isn't it? Because we don't really have much of a summer, but we have these hot periods either side of what used to be summer. Yeah, yeah. So August hasn't really been summery for many years, has it? But we often have a hot period in May and a hot period in October, which yeah, is sept- very odd. Yeah, or se- yeah, September. September, October. Well, my friend's um, sister got married in October, no niece got married yeah. in October and uh, they'd all sorted out winter clothing mm-hmm. for it and it was the hottest day of the year yeah so they were all wearing furs and like that, fur stoles yes because you sort of think of an autumnal yeah. wedding it'll yeah. be you know they're all sweating and... into their furs yeah not great not nice anyway there you go so was, I didn't that know that thing. about the leaves yes yeah and now I do thank you very much now Here's the thing. Today's World Mental Health Day, if yes. you hadn't noticed. Yes. All over so- social media. Do you know the history of World Mental Health Day? Oh, I don't think I do. I looked it up today because um, in my company, we, we've had a few things to celebrate, to mark, to raise awareness of the day. Uh, one was a photography competition, My Wellbeing. Mm-hmm. And people took a picture of things that represented their well-being, which was really nice to see. Yeah. Um, pictures of pets, motorbikes, football grounds, walks, beaches, various things like that. So very lovely. Um, and the one that won was was um, a, a man and a woman with the backs to the camera just looking out to sea, sat on a rock. Very nice. Yes, I've seen it. It's, yeah, that is a very nice. Oh, yeah, I did post it on social media. Yeah. So if you are looking, look on LinkedIn and, and find my profile, Tracy Jones, one of the Tracy Joneses. But you're beyond bee counting. Beyond bean counting. That's yes. my strapline. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so we did that. I bought some well-being boxes for the worker groups, but I've decided since doing that that I'm going to instigate a policy where if a colleague has gone to some effort and put some thought into doing something, <laughs> that you can't moan about it. Yeah, at least be grateful. Yeah. Do not give feedback that, oh, this is more for women than men. 
Okay. Do you know what they reckoned was more for women than men? No. Bass products. Okay. So, like, what, you don't shower? Yeah. <laughs> you don't bathe? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, they weren't all rose-scented, were they? No, no. No, no it, was, it wasn't a women's. So it was a box. It had teas, it had snacks, lip balm, hand creams. You know, come on, guys. If you'd have got creative, you could have taken the moment's gifts for your partners. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, and some bath bombs and some shower pods and things like that so and uh, hot off the press i haven't announced this at work yet uh, i'm gonna install a pet wall okay because we work in heavy industry we can't have bring your dog to work day okay because we have so much heavy plant and a couple of furnaces it would not be good um, with it if the cooked cat yeah not good or a dog, dog scooped up into a, a big payload or something. Right. So, so I thought, well, the next best thing, and people did send in lots of pictures of their pets for uh, the competition, is I'm going to put a whole load of frames on a wall on the way into the factory for people to bring in pictures of their pets. Okay. A pet wall. What about people who haven't got pets? They can bring pictures of whatever they want as long as it's not identifiable people. Right, yes, yeah. yeah, And and quite honestly, if you haven't got a pet, well... What's wrong with you? You can <laughs> a picture of a book, maybe. <laughs> the pet that you would have. Yes, the Sorry, pet that you were, or maybe the pet that you did have. No, no pictures of spiders, thank you very no, much. Okay. No. Oh, I might have a pet tarantula. Yeah, okay, if, that, if that's what you like, then... Anyway, back. To the history. Yes. Come on, what's the... It wouldn't do my mental health any good to have a picture of a tarantula on the way into the factory. No, that's true. Or a snake. Okay, anyway, back to World Mental Health Day. It was first celebrated in 1992. Okay. And it was instigated by the World Federation for Mental Health. It's a global mental health organisation... Um, and each day in October, it's the same day, 10th of October, um, they have awareness programmes to bring attention to men- mental illness around the world. Sometimes they're um, part of awareness weeks. Apparently there's a mental health week in Australia. I did look, there's a mental health week somewhere else in the globe, but that's in May. So it's very different. But I think if we can raise awareness of mental health um, issues doesn't matter when it is, does it? No. And no, it doesn't absolutely. have to be one day either. Um, it had a theme for the first time in 1994. So you know there's a hashtag. Mm. It, it wouldn't have been called a hashtag in 1994. No. Do you know what it is this year? No, I don't. I'm ashamed to say. No, mental health is a universal human right. Oh, I've seen, a few, I've seen that statement a few times. I hadn't realised it was the hashtag. Okay. Yeah. And the theme in 1994 was improving the quality of mental health services throughout the world. See, that's not so hashtagable, is it? No. So um, it's supported now by the World Health Organisation. And they've got a nice little bit on their website about uh, mental health. World Mental Health Day. Do you want to know some of the other themes? Pick a year between 1994 and 2023. 
mental and physical health across the lifespan. The year 2000. 2000. Shit, we're all going to die to year 2000. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it, what, it, yeah, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> Interestingly enough, actually, mental health and work. So maybe Y2K uh, came into that one. Interestingly enough, it's 2000 to 2001. There's only one for for those two years. So we go from 99, yeah. 2000 to 2001, then to 2002. Maybe it was something to do with, you know, when people couldn't decide when the actual millennium was. Was it the end of year 2000 or was it the end of year 2001? Oh, God. So maybe they lumped them all together to make sure that we didn't get jinxed. Okay, let's look at COVID year 2020. Oh, yeah. Move for mental health. Well, Increased investment in mental health. Well, everybody was getting out and exercising for their mental health, weren't they? Yeah. 2021 mental health in an unequal world Mm -hmm. and I think that's it's only two years later that we're saying it's a universal human right Mm. because it isn't uh, it isn't equal is it Um, our minds our rights is another good hashtag so the World Health Organization for this one about the universal um, human right uh, and I'm just now looking at the um, the WHO website, World okay. Health Organization website, and they they do a, a good bit um, on the um, theme for this year. So it says good mental health is vital to our overall health and well-being. Yet one in eight people globally are living with mental health conditions, and. As we know, support around the world for mental health conditions is not equal playing field, no. is it? Mm-hmm. Even in the UK, it's very divided mm-hmm. as to who mm-hmm. gets support. So it says the WHO continues to work with its partners to ensure mental health is valued, promoted and protected so that everyone can exercise their human rights and access the quality mental health care they need. So another hashtag that I've seen um, is, um, is it called Time Time to Act? Okay. So one website I, I saw was saying awareness is great, awareness is needed, but actually there also needs to be action. I thought that was a really good mm. point, Time yeah. to Act. Enough with it. So we've been raising awareness since 1992. Uh, but what are we doing? Yeah, what are we actually doing? Yeah. What, what is it that you do beyond hmm. being aware of it? So I think, for me, that is a really important consideration. And I was thinking about it from the workplace point of view. Raise awareness, but you've actually got to do something with hmm. it as well, haven't you? You've got to take action. It's not just about doing a, an annual, like, give out, have some cakes and biscuits and say, oh, we need to be worried about mental health. Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. I mean, I, there's lip service, isn't there? I think it, it's a cultural thing. And, you know, there are still some organisations that won't even entertain the idea that this is something that we need to be thinking about. There's still massive stigma, isn't yeah. there? Yeah. So, but, but even even the, you know, man up or woman up kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, because a lot of people go, oh, yeah, well, you know, how do you... Um, how do you measure it? You know, it's, it's not. It's like a bad back. You know, oh, I've got a bad back. Oh, how bad is it? Oh, it's really uncomfortable. 
yeah. to actually say I've got a problem with my spine, it's you know, yeah. people just go, oh, okay, a couple of days off with a bad back. And so they think that it's like the new bad back. And, well, you only had a couple of days off. Well, that was because I really wasn't able to function for those two yeah. days. And I needed to take some time out. You know, the rest of the time I'm functioning. <laughs> Doesn't mean that it, a mental illness or mental ill health comes for two days and then goes away again. Yeah. But it can even, mental health issues can be caused by a physical issue yeah. in many cases. Yeah. So... Um, if you've been given some um, medical um, a, a, a diagnosis of yeah. something medical, mm. well, the prognosis might not be too bad for that, mm. but your mental health might deteriorate rapidly. Well, it's both the cause and effect, so it's the chicken and the egg. So sometimes um, suffering with a mental illness can affect your health because you might self-medicate with alcohol or drugs, um, the anxiety element, blood pressure, all of those types of things. But similarly, if, as you say, if you have a heart condition, that can impact on your mental health if you have a, phys- you know, as you say, a diagnosis. So they're not, it's not only, it doesn't only work yeah. one way, one way it works both ways. And then if you've got a partner who's experiencing mental ill health, that can affect your mental health yeah. and your physical well-being. So they're just interlinked. Yeah. It's, you know, the human body is, is a thing. But then the medically, we, we sort of operate with silo thinking anyway, don't we? So you go and see a cardiologist for your heart and you see a nephrologist for your kidney as if like the, they aren't just all in the same body. Yeah, yeah. You see a psychologist for the head. Yeah, yeah, but it does all, it does all link together. So what do you think about the... Um, there's a, a word that's sort of lost its um, popularity, but it was really popular a few years ago and that's resilience do you think that people need to be resilient in a workplace or do you think it's wrong of the workplace to ask people to be resilient do they need to be resilient or do you i think resilience is more than your physical and mental well-being i think it's about your ability to function effectively um to tolerate with ups and downs ups and downs in terms of workload and the people that you're working with, difficult conversations. So I, I because what I reframed it. Yeah, yeah, what I don't like is you know when you say right. Well, you say it's be... almost like man up, isn't it? Yeah, we need you to be resilient with this. I essentially yeah. you're saying, come on, grow up. Get on with it, or or you're a failure. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like we've talked before about you know cancer, cancer, or you know people fighting. Yeah, and if you die, and if you die, then you didn't fight hard enough. Well, no, that's not the case, of course. So I think resilience is. I think organisations need to be resilient. They need to have enough resource. They need to support that resource, um, and they need to recognise that that there are peaks and troughs in terms of um, the seasons. Demands, you know, it's, it's yeah, market conditions, the whole and, thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I like and, that, and that includes having, you know, financially resilient. So, yeah, which basically means that you've got a little bit of savings, yeah. or, or you know where to go for help. You've got a plan. Sometimes it's not about being able to ride it all on your own. Resilience no. doesn't mean no. It, it means you know to ask for help and when to ask for help. Good point. Mm. Okay, you've reframed resilience for me. I'll let it back into the fold. (laughs) 
but it, yeah it's not about the individual can i share just one more thing with you um from positive news oh, please do i was looking at positive news around the whole um mental well-being and they'd got an article about things that you can do um to help your own well-being and a lot of them were you know things that we've talked about before and that they're quite well publicized in terms of exercise do something for somebody else sleep eat well all of those different things um, but Positive News did have another little list that I thought, in many ways, does the same thing, um, but just from a slightly different angle. Ten ways to do something good with just a pound. Oh, I like that. Right. And I thought, That's well, a bit creative. A bit creative. Doing something good for somebody else makes us feel good. Yeah. But we can't all afford to do nice things yeah. for people. Benevolent funds and things yeah, like that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Although, having said that, smiling at somebody could doesn't be, cost you doesn't pounds. cost you anything. Um, so the first thing that they've got is make soup to share. So go down to your greengrocers, hit them up for some veg, um, and um, uh, and make a soup. Right. So yes, okay, you'll probably need to have a few other ingredients, but you know, not much to make a vegetable soup. Yeah, exactly. And then share it with a pal or a neighbour so that, you know, the two of you sit and break bread together and I eat. I like some vegetables now. Yeah, in, it's that time, isn't can it? You, can you go and do that now? Okay, I'll just pop to my local greengrocer okay. and boil up some veggies. But it's a nice... When shall I pop back for that, Heather? Um, shall we say tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, the second thing, plant a tree. There's a UK-based charity called Just One Tree, and they plant a new sapling for every one pound donated. A pound? That's a pound. reasonable price. Yes, yeah. I mean, it's not going to be a great big thing. It's a sapling, but... Well, where do they plant them? Um, all over in um, the Woodland Trust. They also do um, reforestation in South America, Africa, East Asia. But... Um, but yeah, we've got the Woodland Trust here. So in designated woodland areas... Have you seen areas, the Phantom Planter on social media? And this isn't the person who phantomly planted a tree at Hadrian's Wall and then it had to be taken up again? No. Um, who's the Phantom Planter? Oh, I don't know. I've just seen him on social media and he, he plants trees in good places, typically. Yeah. yeah. Fair play. Well, there you go. If you don't feel inclined to do it yourself, you can give um, just one tree okay, a quid. Um, buy a needle and thread and repair your own clothes. Yeah. Buy a little mini sewing kit or steal it from a hotel if you're fortunate enough to stay in a hotel. Um, go to charity shops. Do you know what? This is a big problem for me, I'm afraid. What, repairing? I, I can't chuck stuff away because I think I could repair that or I could um, adapt that or I could do something with that. Yeah. My wardrobe is full of stuff that which I could alter. repair or could alter or, yeah. I need to move on from them. Yeah, do it. I can't do it. Get somebody else to do it. Um, donate to a food or clothing bank. So, okay, you might only have a quid, but you know, but a couple of packets of pasta into Good point. Yeah, Good and you point. can fit. You know, you feel really benevolent. Um, then they do slot in um, support positive news. It's like, oh, all right, yeah, okay, okay, but you, you would, know, wouldn't I you? subscribe. Um, you. Um, there's um, there are various apps where you can round up when you're paying for something. Yeah, 
you can round it up to the nearest pound and that bit of money will go into a charity pot. Oh, I feel bad now because my uh, my banking app, Starling, um, rounds up when, you, when you're paying something, but it puts it into my savings account. But that's okay <laughs> because you could then elect to make a donation to charity on your roundings. I could. Um, swap a meaty meal for beans, so eating less meat is good for the planet. You couldn't eat any less meat because... Um, I don't eat any. Exactly, exactly. But um, the NHS apparently recommends eating 80 grams of cooked beans or pulses every day. That's just a third of a tin of mixed beans, which should easily cost you less than a pound. So that's doing something good for yourself okay. and the planet. Feed local wildlife, buy a couple of fat balls or a packet of seed um, And peanuts. you can have lots of fun watching the yeah, birdies come and eat it. Uh, number nine, invite a neighbour for tea or coffee. For, so, for a pound? Yeah. Oh, you're just giving them a tea. You're not giving yeah. them a biscuit. Well, you might give them a biscuit or oh, two. Oh, yeah. Packet of custard um, creams is cheap enough. Yeah, it? but uh, a cup of tea, a tea bag. You'll be helping to combat social isolation while boosting wellbeing oh. too. Um, and then um, become a citizen scientist. Oh. So this is about giving a little bit of free time to the Wildlife Trust and the National History Museum where you might be able to um, go and monitor the health of your local pond. Or you know, They have like bird watches, don't they, through the year. So on this particular day, count how many birds come into your garden. Ooh. Since I, I swim in local lakes, maybe I could volunteer to test the water in one There you go. There you go. So, quite nice things, but all of those will actually have a positive impact on your well-being. As positive news often does. Yes. As well as providing material to talk about on this podcast. Thank you very much, positive news. We should should introduce the podcast. This is Now Here's the Thing, brought to you by... Positive News. Thank you very much. They probably probably say, can you stop talking about us? (laughs) You want people to buy the magazine. (laughs) You're not doing us any favours, ladies. (laughs) Now Here's the Thing is a Jones and Noble production brought to you every week. Well, maybe not every week, Heather. (laughs) Recorded with an iPhone, a microphone and lots of hot air.